broadcasting legend in his own mind. He's known to be prickly and very opinionated. It's time to get in the huddle with your host, Coach Muddle. All right. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the huddle. Nevada Nick and our special guest, Spicy Raider Girl. Angela, how you doing? How are you today? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, we're glad to have you. Absolutely. Th- thanks for taking some time out of your busy schedule to uh, come uh, hang out with us for a little bit. Yes, uh, very well. So, you know, a lot's been going on uh, this past week. We'll get into all that, but first I want to, you know, get into a little bit about uh, all you're doing. You know, you have your... YouTube yes. stuff. You got a ton of things going on. Yeah, we do. Thank you for saying that. Yes, more life, our Rainer story right here. Boom. If you haven't subscribed to us, please do on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the stuff. We have um, lots of content. We have episodes of how we feel about the transition and about being an Oakland Raider fan. And I don't know if it's a transition, how the help, well, the move, I should say. Um, also, I have a show twice a week with um, the captain, the salty son of a gun that all of you know so very well. <laughs> we know it firsthand. <laughs> right? So that's on uh, twice a week. Uh, usually it's, um, geez, when is it? I'm drawing a blank here. Tuesday, Wednesday, 6 o'clock Pacific, 9 o'clock Eastern, and then we alternate channels, so it's on his channel this week, so we'll be on tonight, and then it's on 4Life, our reader story next week. And catch us um, on 4Life, also our after shows. Our after shows are, are kind of more sporadic. Sometimes we're like at a drunken party. Sometimes we have special guests. So the after, sh- the, the after show for the post-Raider uh, game reaction, those are always super fun. Cool, cool. Yeah, and I, I saw some of the, the one they went to Philly, and they weren't too nice to uh, Eagles fans, obviously. <laughs> but uh, you know, being an Eagles fan, they were not like us. <laughs> no, that, no, yeah. Well, that doesn't surprise me. Um, they tend to do that, and uh, you know, and it's just like with Eagles fans, it's like they all want to prove. Uh, I think that's something to prove. I don't get it. Like, I love the part, like when, like when you play around, and it's like fun, right. but jokingly. I have right. no problem with that. We like go back and banner. I'll do that. Some guys just take it way too much. I've been at Eagles Cowboys games, and a guy will just get punched in the face for having a Cowboys jacket on. Like, just that's it. Like, he didn't do nothing, and some fan will be drunk and pissed off and go punch somebody in the face. And it's just that's the kind of stuff that gives Philly a bad name. It really is a lot of, you know, good good fans who care about their team. But, yeah. you know, there's a lot of people that take being an Eagles fan too seriously. And, uh, there was a cameraman in our section, um, and we were, like, the only Raiders fans in that section. And so, of course, we're, like, cheering on our team, just like all the Phillies fa- or the Eagles fans are cheering on their, cheering on their team. And they, like, wouldn't – the cameramen even ganged up against us. They're like, we're not going to roll until the Raiders <laughs> fans get out. And, like, get out. and then they, when they're like, get out of our shot. We want to be on TV. <laughs> so I have to admit I did something naughty so I, um, so, so that they couldn't, they couldn't run it. I had to throw them a little something. <laughs> well, it's like, not- try, try to put that on the network television. <laughs> well, I saw one time. I remember it was a Monday night game, 
I was with an ex-girlfriend. We went to go see them play the Redskins. And we were up like 30 points. And some drunk guy, it's out in the concourse where you get your food and everything. He goes to do a cartwheel right into an ESPN cameraman with a camera that I would guess was maybe $100,000. One of those real big, great <laughs> yeah. cameras. And the guy pulls That's over. Right? The camera just broken. And I was just like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> that, that's why we have a jail underneath the stadium. That's the right. There's a lot of clowns in Philadelphia. Well, if I was there, I would have been scrounging around on, on the ground for uh, extra camera parts. <laughs> <laughs> the you know, it's funny. You know, friends won't. They won't. A, they won't invite me to an Eagles game because they're like, "Oh, you're wearing your giant stuff." Oh, we don't. They won't. They don't want me to come. And you know, or I'll invite. Hey, I'm going to the. I got tickets. No, I'm not going with you. You're wearing your giant yeah. stuff. He wouldn't make that a lot because he's an <laughs> he's an ass, and he would just throw gas Look. in the fire. And like, I would no way I would go to a game with you. No way. No, I listen. I've gone to a bunch of. Eagles games. I have some friends that are season ticket holders. They they've uh, I've used it, gotten their seats, and it's fine. I, I'm you know it, it's a it's okay. Coach, when I was twelve years old, when I went to I used to be a Knicks fan. I was a big Georgetown fan and a Lake. So my favorite basketball player ever was Magic Johnson. Loved Magic Johnson growing up. So I was a big Lakers fan. And then you know the Lakers thing ended. 91, you know, the HIV happens. Pat Riley goes to the Knicks. I was a big Georgetown fan. So in the 90s, I loved the Knicks. So I was like a 12 out of Sixers game and all my Knicks stuff. And some guys like, yo, you fat ass, sit down and go eat, go eat some Dunkin' Donuts. I was 12. So it's just imagine, oh. yeah, 12 years old. But it was great because it's when the Sixers sucked. So there was more Knicks fans there than Sixers fans. So a group of like, Big guys from New York stood up and like, leave the kid alone. We're going to kick your ass. So I, I made out okay. But yeah, oh I mean, God. they're they're ruthless in Philly. I just, you know, oh yeah, it was terrible. Oh, <laughs> we, got the last, we got the last laugh in Philly. Um, we were the only. It was uh, Mother Moon and I. She, I just saw her make a comment that the Eagles suck. Um, we were the <laughs> since we were the only fans in the section. There was I can't remember who the Raiders player was, but he was like pointing at us. So we thought. Mm-hmm. So we're like, look, like they he wants us down there, and and the usher was kind of like, well, he must be pointing to you. You're the only one in silver and black. So yeah. we get to go down onto the field. We start running, like running onto the field, and the player that waved us on walks past us, <laughs> <laughs> and he goes to the usher and he goes, um, are you gonna let my mom down? And he's like, aren't they with you? He's like, I don't know who they are. <laughs> <laughs> so we're like taking all these pictures and videos and then all of a sudden you see like 10 security and police officers and ushers coming and we're like we know we gotta go no big deal <laughs> was that a Chris- the christmas eve game or christmas yeah. day okay yeah, yeah. Or it was like negative 100 like negative 17 yeah wow yeah it can get cold too that's another thing in philly i went to the NFC Championship when they beat the Falcons and went to the Super Bowl, they lost to the Patriots, and we had like twenty inches of snow and it was freezing and it was just brutal. It was it was terrible. Yeah, mother was that number sixty six question mark. I honestly I thought it was number fifty three, but I don't even remember who that was. That <laughs> You're gonna let my mom down. <laughs> Plus, we no. have been drinking a ton too to stay warm, so who knows? Right. <laughs> So, Coach, you want to get into the last chance, you? Yeah, I want to because, you know, uh, Coach Brown uh, from the previous season, mm. fan of the show, been on the show, um, and I'm a big fan of the show to begin with. Yeah. think that, you know, 
I am a last chance you guy. I I, oh, I, I played that. back in the day. I I I was a JUCO guy. I had to go to JUCO. I had to go that route. So I, I you know I I became a quick fan with that. So oh my my oh sorry. My roommate just came over and put a Cowboys jersey on the chair next to me for some <laughs> odd reason. Like oh, it's like my I gotta go wash my shirt now. You would want to know what would happen if he did that to me. <laughs> so, uh, and, you know, I really felt like this was, like, terrible. It was the worst. Sh- like, if that was season really? one, I don't think there would be any more seasons. That's how bad Oh wow! I thought okay. that it was. Okay. So, but tell me, because, you know, they, you know, and I get that because... I went to a JUCO where they didn't have dorms. They didn't have that stuff. So right, you right. had to live, you know, I, I traveled two hours in, you know, traffic to get to campus and do all that stuff. So, um, okay. uh, so tell me, cause I, I mean, I've never been to Oakland, so I don't know, you know, just based on watching that show and whatnot. Yeah. And- so I don't, I didn't have anything to compare it to. I hadn't seen, I haven't seen the other seasons, um, I, I actually just heard about the, that one, the uh, Last Chance U Laney, because of Oakland. So it was like all the buzz in the town, like, have you seen this show? Yeah. So that's why I watched it. So I don't, I don't have anything to compare it to in that aspect. But I'll just start with, like, the production value of that show I thought was fantastic. Um, the, you know, the way they shot that I thought was really good, usually for, like, a documentary sports show or something. You know, it, it, it just doesn't have that high quality production value. Um, I don't know if the others were like that, but I thought that was just really done really, really well. You know, I just felt like it was more. Um, I don't know. I think they I think we got more involved with in the seasons past, like, you know, mm-hmm. those coaches, what they do, you know, okay. and like more of the what goes on at school and here it was just about like oh these kids try like you know you had the one kid living in his car you know huge respect living in your car to try to make your you know make the dream work you know and then winds up getting a getting a going from sleeping in your car to a scholarship to hawaii man that's got to be you know how awesome is that you know that's huge and then the lockdown comes and you're stuck in hawaii where else would you want to be stuck (laughs) during a pandemic but in hawaii you know right right no i thought i thought the storylines were great and then uh, you know since i'm i'm from the oakland area i i'm you know, you're always going to be partial to the places that you've been, the places that you recognize. Um, the first episode um, was actually against Modesto Junior College. So I went to MJC um, before I transferred. So, you know, better. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you know, so right away, like I have that connection. Like I went to I went to MJC before I transferred. So. You know, it piques my interest in that way. Um, Merchants, where all of the coaches go for for their drinks, is actually where uh, For Life Our Raider story came to life. Oh, wow. So, you know, so I have those kind of, like, personal connections to it. So, you know, I I enjoy, like, uh, Laney College, I've done um, photo and video shoots for that school. So, you know, I have, like, all these different kind of connections in that aspect. Oh, and we had an episode of the Oakland Coliseum playing the A's, and Stomper was in it. 
I mean. <laughs> so now, how did Four Life start? Yeah, so, um, you know, since the Raiders moved, we would always get the same questions, like, are you still going to be a Raiders fan? And if so, will you travel to games? And will you keep your season tickets? And how do you feel? And everyone would just ask the same questions over and over and over. And, we, and then, like, when we were at Merchants, we were sitting around with a group of friends, Mother Moon and I, um, and we were having these discussions. And and I hadn't, and this, is, this was before um, the, the Laney, but I was like, we need to film this because everyone's clearly interested, you know? So, like, let's just get around, do, a, like, a, a round table and discuss, you know, how we feel about everything. And I had already documented the last two seasons in o- Oakland because we thought that the, the season before the actual last season was going to be the last. So we had kind of, like, two last seasons. Right. So I was already documenting it. And I didn't know what I was going to do with it. I just knew I wanted, like, this this piece of history to have and, you know, to make some some piece at some point. And so then, you know, we all sat around. We, we, we filmed something. We thought it was going to be, like, a one-off documentary type thing. We decided to make it into episodes. And it just totally took off in, like, the Raiders community. People started asking us for, like, patches and T-shirts. And they want our flags up in, like, different bars in Vegas and things like that. Uh, one, oh, one of the Raider, one of the Raider fans, Hollywood Raider, is putting um, a wrap on his car with different Raiders logos, and ours is one of them. <laughs> cool. So it's just really kind of taken off, which is right. really cool for us. So now that last game in Oakland, yeah. what, how did it feel? What, what did you feel? Oh, my gosh, so many emotions. Like yeah. we, we arrived at like 5 a.m. before anyone else was in. Uh, La Familia Tailgaters were in Motorhome Row. And they actually are let in by the Raiders before anyone else is allowed to come into the parking lot at eight. So we were already there set up and we're like, okay, we're going to try to make it through this game without crying. And it's just super emotional in so many ways. Cause it's like, we knew we were never going to have that group of people together like ever again, you know? So we're, we're trying to laugh and dance and not cry and all of these things. And of course we really wanted the Raiders to get a win, which they did not. Um, Mother moon and I had an incident, but um we can't talk about it until December 16th of this year because of <laughs> statute of limitations. So, you know, we'll circle back. <laughs> yeah, no, and that's that's another story. I, those are, to me, Oakland and Cleveland were just, it, they were just sad. You know, you really feel for the fans. You know, like, I hate to say, but somewhere like Jacksonville, where, you know, you don't have a real good fan base and, you know, you, you don't sell all your tickets. But then you see a fan base like Oakland and Cleveland. It was just sad, especially Cleveland, too, you know, where they go to a you know, totally different team. And then they right. end up winning the Super Bowl like right. four years later. I mean, for a city that hadn't had a championship in all those years. And then obviously the two tough AFC championship losses to the Broncos. It, it was uh, sad. So now when you first heard and knew Oakland was leaving, was your first initial reaction, I'm done? Because the emotions and everything, or how did you process that? Yeah, I was initially, I was like, well, you know, I'll be a fan casually. Um, I'm definitely not keeping my season tickets. Like, I'm 100% over this. I was I was mad at uh, the mayor of Oakland, Libby Schaff. I was mad at Mark Davis. I was just like, you know, it was it was like this community. It's more than a flow. Well, our, like, like, our tagline is it's more than a franchise. It's a family. So I felt like our community was being taken away from us. You know, so I, I was hurt by that. And like the day after 
the, the NFL voted, you know, we get an, an email from the Raiders saying, would you put, would you like to put a down payment on your PSL? And I'm just like, give yeah. us a moment to like, <laughs> right. Breathe a little bit before you start asking me for my money. Right. You know, so good thing I had that entire season, I think, to know that they're leaving. I think right. that helped a lot. If they would have been just been taken right away, I would have probably like, been like, like, no, like the Colts did in Baltimore. They, you know, they no, boxed like, up the trucks and, and left in the middle of the night in the snow. Yeah. 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 If that would have happened, I probably wouldn't have been a season ticket holder. We did decide to keep our season tickets, and I'm so glad I did because I'm going to be making it rain. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be the destination <laughs> to go to for all teams. You know, a lot totally. of the teams travel. Like, I know the Eagles are in Vegas next year, and everybody in Philly, it's all they're talking about. We're going to Vegas. Let's get the tickets. Yep. Out. How, wait, how do you know money. they're in Vegas? They, they, they're they on the schedule. There's no guarantee. It's not. Yes, you have a 50-50 shot of them being no, in there. Coach, coach, you're wrong, okay? What happens <laughs> is the Raiders, did you hear Angela say she was at a Raiders game? Well, we know every year what, what team you're going to play in the conference. So we played the Raiders you know, we're through the rotation now. The Raiders are next year. Last time, uh, Oakland or Las Vegas was in Philly. So now, yeah, now we're in Las Vegas. Trust me, Coach. I looked it up. Okay. It's going to happen. I'm just saying, it, it, it's it's definitely, yeah, it's definitely right. happening. Okay. So, yeah, you don't, gotta, you don't have to worry about that. Now, Angie, did they – Yeah, I'll be out there. Trust me. I'll definitely okay. be out there. Now, with the stadium, did they mm-hmm. – now did Oakland like just were they refusing to build a stadium? Was so did Mark Davis have kind of a point? Was what was the issue there? Yeah, so I actually went to the press conference where the mayor spoke, and mm. basically she had one option for Mark Davis to accept. Um, she made it sound like he wasn't like, look, he's not even here to negotiate because he already knew what she was offering. He wouldn't, he didn't want to do. Basically, her. Uh, Libby Schaff, Ronnie Lott, and like, I don't know, however many other owners had this plan to, to build in Oakland. But mm. the caveat to that was Mark Davis had to sell. To that? Sorry. No, we're good. No we're good. So uh, Mark Davis had to sell a piece of his team. And honestly, from a business standpoint, if you can keep your team, own it 100%, move not have to put any money in and get a brand new stadium it's it's like from if if you take the emotion out of it that's a no-brainer right right so now do you look at the point of okay obviously in oakland with the stadium you needed a new stadium i think you know obviously you knew that i I mean i get like i knew with the vet i love the vet like we, we would say it was our dump but you know, we did know in Philly you needed a new stadium, needed to upgrade. Everything's about luxury boxes now and the yeah. PSLs. That's what it's all about. And that's the one thing that is tough because I know with the vet, when you went from the vet to the link, you know it just becomes much more corporate. It does. Like, it does right. take that average fan out a little bit. Now, you still have the hardcores, and, but it's expensive, and sometimes it can price out your average fan. There's no doubt about no. that. Nick, what isn't the link? They were the la- I think the last new stadium right before PSLs kicked in, right? Like no, the link. There was PSLs with the link. I know that because I remember how oh, much they the, were. Oh, actually, the Oakland Raiders had PSLs in 1995 when they moved back from LA. Wow. Yes. Yeah, so okay. There you go. So <laughs> now with the new stadium, if Mark Davis takes and it helps your franchise. Well, that make it ease a little bit easy, you know, better too, because then, you know, with the new stadium, it should bring new revenue, and you know, it's a new market. 
So maybe, you know, you spend more money on free agents. Maybe it's more attractive for free agents. Yeah. I mean, listen, they've had, the Raiders have had two winning seasons in 20 years and one 500 season, and we're still there day in and day out. Of course, you know, we want them to win, but again, it's, it's selling out like that to me is just like not everything. No, so yeah, am I going to be happy when they win? Sure. But I'm like, I don't know. I don't, I don't really see it that way. Personally, I know I, my opinion is, and I'm still, I'm not over it yet. <laughs> no, I understand. It's a shame they couldn't work things out. Like you'd think somehow they could work something out. Cause now aren't the, the A's are getting a new stadium this year, right? Or uh, no, I think it's been, it A's have been in the, the talks for years and years and years. And honestly, if they don't come to come to some agreement soon, like I feel like the A's could be in Vegas also. Wow! Now, didn't yeah. didn't the Clipper? Was the basketball team? Didn't they move out of the Oakland? Golden State? You're talking about, right? Golden State Warriors moved um, to San Francisco, right? Because they couldn't get something done in they couldn't Oakland. Figure it out, right? Right. So, like, and so I, this Oakland mayor has lost two teams in what wow. consecutive years, right? And they're about and to lose another one, like the so much. And look, I know the Warriors are big right now, but there's nothing like the Raiders. You know what I mean? That's just tradition, and wow, that's uh, that's crazy. Now, on to the Raiders this week. So, well, excuse me, last week, I want to say. So, I had talked to your other partner, Captain. Uh, he was a little ticked off at me because uh, just last game, personally, I thought the Chargers were the better team in that game. I really did. Now, Oakland, I mean, Las Vegas won. That's all that matters. Yeah. Um you know, and that's a sign of a good team, too, when you're winning games that you probably, you know, got outplayed. And I just, like I said, uh, you know, I put the stats to Captain in it like it. But did you, how did you feel that game? Did you think they got outplayed or did you, how did you think it went? Um, You know, I think the better team won. I do think, I, I think that. it was an evenly matched, a pretty evenly matched game. I think they were going in. It was kind of back and forth between who the underdog was. And it, mm-hmm. gosh, let's just give um, Zay Washington what for that defense. I mean, to go in with one hand and, and rip a, rip uh, rip his hand off and with the other hand swipe the ball away. I can start cussing like the cap if that will help. Model, listen to me. You took that question a lot better than Captain did sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Bobby Boucher. <laughs> well, I think, like I said, with Captain, I thought sometimes I get it. You got two non-Raiders fans, and sometimes we you know, we didn't do it on purpose. We just had different opinions, and I think he'd feel ganged up on, and look, he's a big Raiders fan. I did, you know, like I said, I thought the Raiders right. got outplayed Sunday. It's just, you know, I thought the Chargers should have won the game, but that's the Chargers, too. They've done that all year. They're just a bad team, and I think, well, I shouldn't say they're a bad team, but I think Anthony Lynn, they're definitely not a team that should be 2-6. and six. So, Can I say this, though, with, with Mahomes being, you know, the top dog in, in the conference, if not the entire yeah. league, and really Derek Carr's team still trying to figure it out, with that Chargers um, up-and-coming quarterback, you know, if the Raiders don't make a move yeah. soon and, and start really getting good, I mean, yeah. the Raiders can go from, you know, I don't I don't even know if you can say they're really a solid second even, but second to third real really fast, yeah. you know, if... if, and if, if I, I, you know, honestly... I I see flashes from Denver. They haven't. There's stuff. There's pieces. That puzzle's there. They haven't put that. Like Drew Locke has those flashes. Like I I know. I look. I was high on Drew Locke. I I was surprised he fell as far as he did. And you know he is 
he can throw the football and move it around. They put some pieces around him. Be careful. I honestly, I think, you know, I mean, you do have, you do have still, well, he's out this year. One of the premier pass rushers there, you know, they did sign the uh, running back, but of course, injured injuries and stuff, but you put a couple of weapons around him. I, I think they might be dangerous and, you know, you might be, you know, it could be Denver and Vegas battling for third place. Well, like, but like what Angela said, it's true. When you look at that division over the next decade, it's going to be tough. Right. I mean, the Chargers are now in L.A. in a brand new stadium, so you'd think that would mean you know they Two gave both stadiums for the yeah. Raiders. Mind you, they gave they gave Bosa a big deal. Now Herbert's on that rookie deal, which helps you go spend money on other players. Now the Chiefs did just pay Mahomes, you know, the huge contract. So does that trickle down a little bit, Mahomes, man? He's special. I know you don't love, but he, he really is special. Um, and there's a lot of talent there. So, yeah, the Raiders. How, how Now, Derek Carr, how do you mm-hmm. feel about him? Do you think he's the guy, or would you would you go elsewhere? I think, I, you know, I, I, I like Derek Carr. I think he, I think he, he can be the guy. Um, I wouldn't want to give up on him at this point because I, I feel like they really are starting to build something. Mm-hmm. Unless they know that some, they're going to be able to get somebody that's going to come in and – you know, almost know for sure that they're going to do the trick. I don't think at this point you go and try to draft somebody and, and completely start over in, yeah. in that aspect. So, yeah, I think I think Derek Carr is a guy for now. We have to stick with him. I do think he deserves some of the tough love that we give him as fans. Um, I mean, I would I used to cuss at him in Oakland. I'm not going to lie, you know. But Sam but, Darnold will be available for a fourth-round pick. <laughs> What's that? Sam Darnold will be available for a fourth round pick. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's a good call. Why? I, mean, I don't think. I love. He's on the Jets. He's know, on the Jets. Still, that but, that is. Let me tell you something. That's like a prison sentence, man. No, the guy right. served his time, <laughs> and then he's going to go somewhere, and he's going to win a Super Bowl. I guarantee it. You well, heard it here, right, coach. But where I'll agree with Angela, there's too much unknown with Darnold. At least you yeah. do know something with Derek Carr. And with the draft, you're going to be 20 or later. So unless you're going to trade some of those draft pieces that Mayox put together, which I wouldn't do either, you know, and move right, on. Right, but you're going to get you're going to get a top five quarterback for Sam's a fourth-round pick. Right, he was but, drafted yeah. in the top five. He was drafted that number three. You're a top five quarterback. You're well, anointing him as a top five. No, no, no. I, I, I'm no. I'm saying you're getting a a top five draft pick for a fourth round pick. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. I, I was. Well, well, I was you know, the Raiders are going to be short on a pick this year because um, Gruden doesn't know how to wear his g string properly. So. <laughs> Hey, speaking of that, you know, I went, I went out, my, my, my roommate and I, we met my daughter out for, for dinner one night and the waitress comes up wearing this like leopard skin. I guess it's a face mask, but it was hanging off of her, you know, like, Hey, and I swear it looked like, I was like, she wearing her underwear or what? Did she grab the wrong mask or what is the right? deal? That's all she had and she needs that. No, right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, man. I, you know, it was kind of like the debate at the table. Like every time she came by, can we figure out if it's a mask or not? <laughs> now, Angela, do you think the Raiders wound up making the playoffs this year? Uh, yeah, I definitely do, yeah. especially with the new structure. 
you know, the new the new playoff structure for the NFL. Mm-hmm. I see that I see them getting in. How far they go, I think will just really determine, you know, who they're lined up against and yeah. it's you know, who knows? It's hard to be a Raider fan. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? Honestly, if I was a Raiders fan, I know like how the Eagles when they started getting going. I would almost be happy if you got into the playoffs and got one win or were at least very competitive close game. Yeah. That's a step. It's a step in right. the right direction. Like I remember with the Eagles, we were, you know, so bad that Andy Reid comes over. Five and eleven year, and then boom! Next year we make the playoffs. We beat the Bucks in the first round. We end up losing the coaches Giants, and they go to the Super Bowl. But it felt good. And then we had that giant hurdle we couldn't go over. They remember they beat us, coach, like eight eight straight times yeah. with Strahan and those guys. And then finally on Monday night, McNabb beats them, and you start they, you know you start building something. And look, I do think with the Raiders, they're definitely headed in the right direction. Didn't and I OC, think the game, uh, it didn't the. Previous game, get, McNabb gets sacked like ten or eleven times by the Giants. Yeah, it was it was bad. It was bad. Wow. Yeah, but I, I think the big game for you guys this year is going to be the, the Dolphins. I said that on uh, December twenty seventh. The Dolphins are five and three right now. Yeah. It's it's December twenty seventh. I think that's going to be a big game for Vegas. Those two may be fighting if the Dolphins don't to- get the AFCs. They could be fighting for that last playoff spot. Definitely, Stiz. Did you go to uh, Captain's? Um- Hairdresser, what it or stylist? When he said that, I was just like, I don't see Captain having a stylist. Yeah, did you get a Manny Petty too? There's this. <laughs> you know, Nick. With that said, though, I'll be I'll have my eye on the game tonight because I think the Colts can be a challenge for the Raiders potentially too. I mean, their defense is really good. Um, they're holding teams to what less less than a hundred yards a game or something something right. like that. Yeah. No. Right. And but see, that's why I don't understand the Philip Rivers move. I think anybody who watched him, like, look, you know, great quarterback in his day, but his day's passed. And yeah. I think now he handcuffs them. And you saw it last week. Um, that defense is good. Their offensive line's good. And I think if they just had changed quarterbacks, would, put Tannehill would, on the Colts, that's a totally different team, I think. Put just Jacoby uh, Brissett back in. I, I, I think he gives them a better chance maybe, to win. He's more athletic yeah, anyway. Yeah, I mean, he any- won with them. He did win with them. Yeah. He won as their quarterback. If he was that bad, they would have jettisoned him uh, but, off the team. They didn't. He's there. He's still there. Are they five and three? Yeah, five and three. Correct. Yeah, five and three. But like I said, put Teddy Bridgewater on that team. I think they might be six and two. You know, I know it's only one win, but there's a huge difference between six and two and five and three. Right. That's a twelve and fourteen compared to a ten and sixteen, where you're possibly, you know, looking at a bye than just being maybe a wild card team. So I mean, but it's it's a big game tonight for the AFC South picture. Um uh, and I'm just gonna give my game out, coach, if you don't mind. I like sure. uh, I like the Titans tonight. Um there's been a huge point swing. Uh the Titans opened up as I think like a two, two and a half point favorite. Colts are favored by one now. So you're seeing a huge yeah. swing. And in gambling, you go the opposite of the public. The public's usually wrong. So that's what I'm doing. I'm going to go the other way. And then also, sad to hear, too, Corey Davis's brother died, uh, the receiver for the Titans. You see a lot in football. I mean, Angelo witnessed one of them when Favre's dad passed away and Favre lit them up that night. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, not sorry to bring up bad memories, Angelo, but, you okay. know. So uh, football teams rally around each other a lot. The Titans are a good team. I think they might rally around their teammate tonight. I wouldn't be surprised, too, if Corey Davis gets a touchdown. Uh, but, no, I like the Titans tonight. 
Okay. Yeah, thanks for bringing up that memory, um, Navalnik. I kind of, I mean, I'm kind of like sentimental like that. You know, I was happy. I was happy for him. That was a big night. Yeah, and honestly, the Raiders were probably owing whatever anyway. <laughs> right, and plus with the, tra the, the tragic nature of it too, in a right. car crash and all. Yeah, I'm sure it's one of those games you just, you know, you can you can deal with it just because of the uh, situation. Are you a, a coach model? Does Nevada Nick have um, permission to give out his Raider pick, or did we have to wait? You know, I let him tease. It's not it. one of my picks, coach. It's not. It's not so go ahead. It's fine. It doesn't matter. You can. You can. Do okay. It so the line's five. I think the Raiders definitely, definitely win the game. I don't know that I'd lay five points though. Divisional game. They, a lot of divisional games are close. Um, if I had to bet it, I would lay the five with the Raiders. I probably wouldn't bet the game. I have bet the Raiders already though. And Angie might not know it. There's the thing called a tease bet. Where you can take the line and move it six points, but you have to take two games, and they both need to win. So I'm going to take the Raiders to plus one from minus five. So you move the line six points. So I put the Raiders plus one, and then the Ravens minus one. The Ravens were seven in a tease. But, no, I think the Raiders win the game, but I wouldn't lay five points because, you know, they're tough games, um, especially the Broncos. It's a rivalry. Uh yeah, I don't like laying a lot of points in those kind of games. And I see a, not a back-and-forth type of game, but you can be up 10 points late and they score a late touchdown to make it three, you know, meaningless, and then you cover. So, yeah, um, yeah I would – but I definitely think – and this is a game, like I said last week, this is a game the Raiders need to win. You must win these okay. kind of games, especially going into Kansas City next week. You don't want to be 5-4, and four, you know, with looming possibly 5-5 five and five against the Chiefs and that kind of pressure on you with a road game in Kansas City. Definitely. And then still having to play the Broncos in Denver. Yeah. And, and likely the freezing cold. So that's, you know. Right. Yeah, and they still have uh, the Dolphins, too, who are, who are playing pretty good. So, yeah, I mean, but, I like, you know, I said 10-6 and 6 earlier in the year. I think Captain said 10-6, and 6 too. And I really think that's about where they're going to they're gonna end up. And then, like you said, we'll kind of see – who they play in the playoffs in that first round. Because I could definitely see them winning a, a playoff game. Oh, I like, thank goodness. I like Brian agrees with you, Nick, so we're we're good now. Because Brian agrees <laughs> with you. So, hey, we got his stamp of approval. Thank you, Brian. We appreciate it. So, you know. Brian Boo. Oh, hey, Boo. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, you know, I think, I honestly, I think this is a bigger game for the Titans tonight, to be honest with you. They're coming off a loss to Cincinnati. No, no, Titans won last week, Coach. Yeah. They, they beat the Jags. They beat – wait, no. Didn't – no, they, no lost. they lost to Cincinnati two weeks ago. Titans, that was two weeks ago? I thought yeah, that was Titans last week. Titans won 24-17. Titans beat the Jags, I think. I'll have to look it up. Hold on one second. Sorry. Look it up. I I'm thought on. they lost Cincinnati to Cincinnati last week. No, I know the Titans won. I remember it was 24-17. I'm looking it up right now. Just bear with me. But, I mean, it's a big game either way because it's home. Yeah, they beat uh, – shoot, that's who it was. They beat the Bears last week 24-7. Oh, right, right, right. You're right. You're right. You're but right. But it's still okay. – I mean, it's a home game on a Thursday night, short week, against, against a division rival. You, you got to – and you could really – not. it's not over, but if you put the Colts to 5-4 and four and you move to 7-2 and two, – that's that's significant. It's two game lead, and yeah. you got the tiebreaker as well. So you you got a nice stranglehold on the division, and that puts you know, Indy even further back, further 
back in that playoff uh, wild card hunt. Yeah. Well, it's a lot of what happened last year. Remember, Indy started out really good with Brissett. I think they were five and one or five and two. Brissett gets hurt, right. and you know, I just think they have too much to overcome with that inept offense. I mean, I don't like Rivers, and I don't like their receivers either. They can run the ball, but when you, you know, when you know a team's gonna, that's their thing. You stop the run, and then it, it seems like the, the Colts can't really speaking, do much. Speaking of which, let me throw this out at you. Did you hear? Uh, Lamar Jackson said the defense was calling out play their plays. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if that was very quarterback-like. You know what I mean? You're kind of throwing your offensive coordinator under the bus. Right. Maybe talk about that in-house, you know, and say, hey, guys. Which, he's he, he's got a point, obviously. You don't want the other team calling out your plays. But I think that's something that gets handled in-house because you're kind of showing up your offensive coordinator because now they're going to go take that question and ask him. Right, right, and and I agree with that. I, I, I mean, that's not something you, you put out there, you know. Uh, I mean, I can as a commentator, I would put that out there if I could, if I heard it, if I heard oh, it. Yeah. I, I, I mean, that's different coming from an outsider or maybe the defense saying, "Oh, we knew the plays," but you know, for the quarterback to come out and say it. Well, it was kind of like the whole Gruden Carr thing when Carr did the audible with his wife's name, and Gruden. <laughs> yeah, and you know, Gruden played it off like he didn't know, which I don't believe one bit that John Gruden doesn't know an audible call on his offense. <laughs> so, but still, you know how we do with, with the media. You give them, you know, one little thing, and they're going to try to turn it and you know make a story out of it. There's no doubt about it. Right, you're right, Brian. He said every team's been doing it, but. You know, well, look, you know what I'd say? I say, Lamar Jackson, why don't you buck up and throw the football? How about that? Yeah, you know, that's why, why, why don't you why don't you play a little better and throw the football? Maybe people wouldn't know your your uh, you know, hey, you know your 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 betting counters back there keep trying to sneak out the room or something behind you, Nick. <laughs> They're back there counting the money. They're back there counting the money. You got you got to see it. They got he's got a room. They got the old school chalkboard putting putting odds up there. You know. It's it's it's, he finally it's had crazy. His, uh, a sighting of his bookie. Yep, six seven <laughs> six seven. Uh, he's got seven women back there, all answering phones. You know, they got two phones on each I ear. Wish. I you wish. Know, <laughs> taking taking lines. It's crazy. Well, me and Stiz are getting ready because we're going to AC this weekend. So, which I think are we doing Saturday, Coach? Is that what we're gonna do? Yeah, we're gonna tape uh, for everyone. Uh, we're gonna tape Sunday show Saturday. So What's but AC. Atlantic, Atlantic City. City. Oh, okay. So we're gonna we're gonna. I don't know the East Coast lingo. <laughs> there you go. Yes. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna tape the show Saturday evening. Do the uh, Saturday night show, and then uh, we'll go from uh, we'll go from there. So that'll be that'll be uh, that'll be the thing. So anyone. Wanting to uh, check it out? We'll still. I think we should still air it live. No, I can't. I don't yeah, know. we will. We can't do comments. Just share it in the morning again at ten a.m. That's all. Yeah, we just. Yeah, we just can do it that way. So. Yeah, it's not that hard, Coach. We just want to have comments. We'll be all right. You can be online while it airs and comment with the people. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think that's a good point. That's actually. that's a little but past I my tech. I'm not that technology uh, advanced. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't know how I'll, I'll be on the 13-hour bender by that. I'll be on a black <laughs> Or, yeah, you know, that's that's probably not going to happen. I, it's, when I go to AC, uh, yeah, 
That's probably not because you happen. know we got a uh, we'll we'll uh, we got a big game on Sunday. You know, Giants Eagles. Giants win. They're they're back in the they're back in the race for the AFC East, <laughs> man. They're, 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 the entire conference has a losing record, correct? Yes. Yeah. And six yeah. and ten, six and tens winning that division. Come on now. That's insane. She just I wish that was was just said, what race? I could have got, <laughs> <laughs> got on board with the with the Raiders move to that conference because they could have maybe finished first. <laughs> no, it, it's. Uh... It's bad right now. I mean, look, I think with the Eagles and Cowboys, you can't deny the injury part of it. I mean, Dak hey, Prescott. Here, big Cowboys. news for you and Stiz. I'm posting it right now. Breaking news. Oh, no. No, it's tonight, actually. It starts. We know already. Dude, by 10 o'clock on Sunday, we're going to be drinking all day. I'm going to be three sheets to the wind anyway. I mean, so I'm not worried about Sunday. Saturday, we were a little bit disappointed for that. You know, me and Stiz were playing to go, you know, club to club. You know, Stiz is Just a make Stiz sure to get all your booze so in case they shut down. Like when we oh, were in oh. Philly, they told us to go to like Delaware for booze. I was like, are you kidding me? Wow. <laughs> That's where Coach lives. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not knocking Delaware. No, I, I knocked like, Delaware oh, anyway. Did you, see, <laughs> did you see Wayne's World? Remember? Delaware. Delaware. <laughs> yeah, Delaware. Yeah. Delaware? Yeah. No, where? I'm not knocking Delaware. I just was like, why can't I just get booze before the game, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah, well, in the stadium, too, it's so ridiculous. I mean, what's it like? It's like, I, remember, I think it's like $18 now. It's some ridiculous amount for a beer. I yeah, mean, to get drunk. At a, it, it's, and it's, you know, it's, uh, yeah, Jason Dean, I'm a clubber, baby. You know? <laughs> You'd be surprised. Yeah, he's going to have his, uh, his, what is that? The, uh, um, I can't even think of that stuff. The glow in the dark sticks, and he's going to be all uh, rocking out, man. <laughs> yeah, but I did E, maybe. But, you know, um, honestly, back, back to some football, I, I think the Giants, who are, by the way, the best 2-7 and seven team in the league, uh, <laughs> They they are glow sticks. Thanks, Brian. Thank you for the for that. Um, but uh, they are. I I, I think I, I think the Eagles are are kind of in some trouble right now. I, I don't think I don't think I don't think Carson Wentz man. He, I think he's put too much pressure on himself and he's folding like a cheap lawn chair, man. Uh-oh. I don't think he, I don't think he's folding. I just. You know, there's problems. There's no doubt about it. I think there's a confidence problem. There's no doubt about that. But, Coach, you got to know, too, when you don't believe in your offensive line, and I think that's a problem with him, instead of going back and being comfortable and setting your feet, he's not right, He's got happy field. feet. He does. He's, he, but he's looking at his line first, too, because he thinks he's going to get killed. I mean, I'm not making – I know it sounds like I'm making excuses for him, but I'm not, I'm not done with Wentz yet. I know – Give it time. Give it time. I'm a Wentz guy. I, I, you know, I'll, I'll go down with him. Simple what as about, that. What, what, I haven't followed. What's the news on Ertz? Anything happened he's, with him? He's done. I don't think he comes. I don't think we see no, him in, in an Eagles uniform the rest of the year. Yeah. No, he's going to play, Coach. He's, he's back in a couple of weeks, I think, um, unless it's worse than they're saying. He's supposed to be back. But, no, he this might be his last year. He's not happy with his contract. Um, there's no doubt about it. So what's a, good, what's a good landing spot for him, do you think? I mean, supposedly Green Bay tried trading for him, but because he's on the IR. Um, so, I mean, I think Green Bay's won. Um, wow. Let's see. Well, two needs a tight end. 
I mean, yeah, Green Bay is the one who probably would stick out the most. And then obviously any team that and is not in the NFC East, I, you know, if you're <laughs> going to get good compensation, I would trade him because if he wants $15 million along the lines of Kittle and Kelsey, I don't think he's worth that anymore. I love Kurtz. Yeah, love Jason Kurtz. Dean, I was just going to say Cardinals. Cardinals yeah, would be a good that's spot. That's a good one, Jason Dean. That yeah. is a good one. They could use that piece. You got Hopkins. You know, I love I love Fitz, but Fitz is definitely getting up there too. Um, so that would be a nice piece to put with uh, Kyler Murray, no doubt. And I, I I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I don't think I don't think this is a way long shot, but uh, New England. Yeah. You know, New England. You know, Bill Belichick loves the tight end, and if he can get him on the cheap, you know, he might be able to. So yeah, but I think I think um, Bill's going to be looking for a quarterback first. I think he knows now, Cam, it looked good early on, but now – and, look, I'm not blaming Cam, but – I regret that Raider lot. The Raiders are going to regret that one. Get that yeah, one back. Wow. That's the one that looks the worst, I would say. Right? The, the Bills – I think the Bills are still a good team. They just had a couple bad weeks. Um, but that's the one, yeah, you got a question. Um, I mean, who knows? But Like I say, football is so weird. You just don't know week to week. You know, look at, look at the Bucks. I was just going to say, what do you think? Well, I think I was just going to bring that up. The cancer that is Antonio Brown, in my opinion, comes in, messes up the the, the chemistry. I'm just going to blame it on him. So, <laughs> well, and Angela, that's where he becomes a problem. Right. If you're winning and everything's great, I don't think AB's a problem. But when you're losing, and you got three wide receivers who I'm not saying they're all divas, but it's a diva position, and they want their targets catches and you start getting that chatter and I'm sure Brady isn't going to go good with that and then you, we haven't even thought about Gronk you know um so we'll see what happens um yeah I yeah we'll but AB is Tom Brady's boy for some reason somehow he's living with Tom Brady come on so yeah. I, I mean I, I don't know I, I but I agree when things are going good he, of course, they're fine. It's it's the OBJ, same thing. When things are going good, it's fine. When things are bad, you know he's going to bitch and whine about it. So and and the Bucks get a little lucky in the fact that the NFC isn't as strong as the AFC this year. You know the NFC, it's pretty much. I mean, the Seahawks are good, but I don't love the defense. The Packers, I think, can be run on. I mean, I I mean, I look. I, my team was the Saints. I think they really showed you when they had their full complement of players with Michael Thomas. Um, they could be a tough team to beat. Jason you know, team. I know, right? <laughs> I just want to circle back to Kyler Murray. Um, I've got a, a personal chip on my shoulder with him. I'm always going to root against him because oh, the Oakland yeah. A's drafted him. <laughs> Wasted a draft pick on that guy. And now, then he, how high of a draft pick was he? Wasn't it pretty high, too? It was pretty, yeah. It was a real, a real, I don't remember exactly, but it was a really high draft pick. He went, he, they tra- drafted by the A's, went and worked out with them, batting practice, the whole thing, and then you know got drafted and decided that he was going to play football. Right. I think even going into college, he, I thought he had said he was still going to play baseball, and then he has the huge year, you know, right. and then I guess decided that. Which I don't know, man. If you're, I mean, look, I think for him. It might have been a lot more. It's harder to be successful at baseball than football. But man, the body—you don't get beat up as much, and the money's definitely pretty damn good in in baseball. But I mean, look at quarterbacks do get paid too. So, you know, 
uh, I just I saw something the other day. You know, uh, whatchamacallit, the Steelers are still paying A.B. as part of that when yeah. they traded him to the Raiders. They so still, are the Patriots. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, the Patriots only – only his deal was nothing uh, because, remember, they, he was still getting paid from the Raiders or whoever else, so they didn't have to pay him much. But the Steelers, I think, still have like eight or nine million on the books of AB's money. Mm-hmm. Now, what did and, you, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, what did you think about his eight-game supposed suspension where he wasn't unemployed? I, and thought, then he gets, I thought the rule was he had to sign with a team and then the <laughs> suspension starts. That's right. the way I always always read it. And then all of a sudden he gets to just sit out eight games. And like how are you going to be suspended when you're unemployed? Right. Yeah. No, it doesn't make sense. But I think he said at the beginning of the year that he wanted his punishment to be announced. But I no, I thought the same thing that you'd have to like what? How if you're not on a team is that a suspension? You know what I mean? Eight games of what? He wasn't on a team. So, yeah, no, I, I, I agree with that. I mean, and look, too, look, I understand you're innocent until, until proven guilty, but, man, those are – and I think it's multiple situations that he's gotten accused of. So, it's – and you know the NFL, after the whole Ray Rice thing, completely trying to distance themselves from right. anything of that nature. Right. So, I, I was a little surprised. Now, Angela, how many episodes are you guys going to do because what was you, I, I saw your last one. I'm drawing, drawing a blank on what it was. Yes, you know we're, we're season four, episode two. Um, we have two more, um, two more episodes in this season that I have to release. I, mm-hmm. you know, kind of things getting getting back rolling again with with filming and and in real life. Um, I haven't had a chance to kind of finish those up. And you know, well, I don't I don't think that we've really decided how how far we'll take this. Like I said, it, it kind of started accidentally. <laughs> so right, it's, you know. So right now, um, we're we're, ra- we're we'll be wrapping season four within the next couple of weeks, and then right now we'll do all of the post game shows and and live shows with Captain Jack and and things of that nature. And we have like a lot of um, special um, interview candid conversations we call them with different Raider Raider like super fans and stuff that we have that are, we're going to be releasing as well. Yeah, cool. That's, now I'm sure that was one of the disappointing things. That, you know, obviously with COVID and everything, you know, you have the new stadium and you guys couldn't even get to experience. Are you, I mean, I know it's not in Oakland, but are you looking forward to that first game where you can, you know, I'm sure you missed, you know, all your Raider fans and family that you can go to the stadium and enjoy the game? Definitely. You know, I was out there for the home opener and I was at the stadium when the flyover happened and all of that. And I don't really know how to explain the emotion, but I definitely felt some kind of way and I felt emotional just mm. kind of being there. So yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that. I am annoyed that UNLV gets to go and watch their team play before Raiders fans do. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think, I don't think that should be allowed. You know, I, I people are, you know, giving me kind now, of is UNLV using the same stadium. Yes. Yeah. Really? Okay. And, and they get fans in the stands. Oh, wow. Okay. So to me, that's super annoying. And then people are coming at me like, well, it's not like your stadium. It's not the Raider stadium. Yeah, but we helped pay for it. They did not. That's like a bonus. That was like a bonus. No, you didn't. No, I I, I don't. I bought a bolt, okay? I bought one bolt (laughs) with my PSL. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, that but your true. PSL doesn't pay for that. It, that's, yes, it does. No, man. The, 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 oh, the you're city, saying Vegas. Pay Vegas paid pay for the stadium. So, you know, they just are. Uh, the, the fact that I love is, is for years, you know, Vegas was never going to happen. And then gambling, gambling gets legal, and the NFL bucks up and takes the advertisers on. Yeah, you know, it's just it's it's all about money. And just like, why do you think there's an injury report every week? One right. reason Vegas is the money lines. You know, the it's what it's all about, and they're not stupid. Football knows. Football has exploded. When you got to 2000, that's one thing I always said about Vince McMahon. When he tried to do XFL the first time, I know he didn't do it the proper way and it didn't succeed, but he knew football was exploding. And two of the biggest reasons, fantasy football and then obviously the gambling factor. And, I mean, if you look now, no doubt, football is America's game. That's the, It's not baseball. Right. It's, you know, baseball would be America's pastime and all that. Football is, is the thing now. Like I know in Philly, football town, you know, um, obviously Oakland when the Raiders were there, I would say – you know, it was a football town. Would you, you know, you're there from there. Would you agree with that or no? That Oakland's more, or that. When the Raiders were there, it was obviously a football town. Oakland. Uh, you know, that's, I don't know. It, yeah, that's a hard one. I feel like I'm, I, I would have said yes before kind of starting this show. I feel like I'm, I'm really starting to recognize that, um, we all know that the Raiders travel well and they're the Raider nation and they're widespread, but that there's probably more non-locals <laughs> that are fans. Right. Um, now I'm going to throw one baseball one before we get ready to get out of here. Does the new ownership of the Mets worry you as an A's team? Because let's face it, they're, they're five and dime organization they don't pay anybody they 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 i mean they do a great job because they're a playoff team every year but they're kind of like the race they they do things on the cheap and you know and i honestly i think we're gonna start to see this pendulum swing where if you're not spending money you're gonna get forced to sell to a guy like one of these rich billionaires and he's going to start spending money. Like it's, you know, candy. Well, I'm sure Angela wants that. You know, that's the problem with the A's <laughs> not to be, but I mean, I don't think the Mets really, you know, because it's different leagues, you know what I no, mean? No, no. I just um, mean that like that, like ba- I think baseball's starting to turn, like they're getting more people having to spend money. And, you know, the Yankees, being a Yankee fan, they've done it for years. But a lot of it's still through uh, the minor league system, though. If you have a good minor league system and you run your team well, which A's and Rays are two of the better run teams, it's what I would say the problem with the A's more is they've kind of had a ceiling. And it's how do you – yeah, how do you blast through that ceiling? And in regards to the Mets, that's you one thing. Players, and you keep your players, I think, and not be cheap. Like, you don't sell all right. of your great players. You don't get yeah. rid of Liam Hendricks, the reliever of the year, and not even yeah. offer him a contract. Yep. That's how. And then you acquire other players as well. It's like, you know, once the A's ever have to finally pay somebody, they let them go. And it's, it's right. always the rebuilding year for, what, 30 years now. Yeah. I mean, they have two guys that were in top five for the Cy Young voting, though. So the, I, I think the future is there. It's just, 
you, you know, they kind of have that Marlins issue. And then when their players come through to pay, they kind of just walk, you know, pretty much leave. I mean, you saw it in the early 2000s with that super, super talented A's team with Giambi and all those guys. Um, so we'll see what happens. Coach, real quick, Mets, I'm putting this out there now. I already bet it. They're 25 to 1 to win the World Series. I think that's great odds because listen, Cohen let it laid it out. He said, if we don't win a World Series in three to five years, it's a disappointment. I mean, they probably don't win year one, but getting 25 to 1, you already got the Grom and you got Cinderguard, and you know they're going to go spend money this year. Well, so he already put it out there to Bauer about being a Met, and they're already playing. And imagine that know. rotation the Grom, Bauer, Cinderguard. Not, I mean, Mets are going to be for real in year one. Listen, listen, I, I, I heard this earlier today that all of the most of these free agents that had were able to opt in all opted out because they're hoping the Mets will spend the money and start a bidding war. Yeah, I just hope we money. don't lose real mouth though. No, he's already gone. Money. He might as well already have a Met uniform on, buddy. He's done. <laughs> so, but. Can I take that bet also, Nick? I don't know how to bet. Like when you go to, when when I see you in Nevada next year when the Eagles are in town, I'm just gonna hang out with you and pretty much copy your homework. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, we're getting it. Look, Stiz has been Stiz is uh what is it, fourteen and two? Fourteen, yeah, 14 and, two. and two with his prop bets. And last last twenty games on fifteen and five. So we're we're hitting our uh mid season form right now. <laughs> what is Stiz saying? Um, Hold on, I'll, I'll, I'll pull it down. Looks the oh Saturday. Oh, he's saying okay. Yeah, he oh. said he saw. I guess you had a video up with little Chucky. I think it was Angela, oh, and you had freestyle yeah. music going in the background. Stiz, Stiz was a DJ, and so oh, that's okay. his favorite music is freestyle. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, little Chucky's awesome. We were hung out with him, and now he's from the LA area, so he hung out. We hung out with him all weekend. Um, we went down to SoFi. The new L, the new Raiders Stadium in LA. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> so I'm taking a video of this kid. He just turned five like two months ago, and I was like, "Okay, let's come up with something clever to say." And he's like, "I want to use my own words." And he was like, "And his like he's he's five. His voice changed. He's like, Chargers are gonna lose, not win, not get a trophy." <laughs> I was like, "Who is this kid? Who did you just morph into?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's awesome. I'll keep bringing you Chucky, little Chucky content. Don't you worry. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So, <laughs> and you right. want to uh, plug your stuff again quick, Angela? Yeah, go, go ahead. Before we go, yes. plug it. Yes, thank you. Um, if you haven't already, please subscribe for like our Raider story on YouTube. We have a bunch of episodes and content, most uh, Raider-based content, so Raider fans. But if you're not just a football fan, check us out. And then Tuesday, Wednesdays um, on my channel and Captain Jack channel. 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. All right. Awesome stuff. Nice. All yep. right, everyone. We'll see you guys. Uh, we'll, we're will we taping Saturday, but we'll be airing it on Sunday. Make sure you check us out. And, uh, you know, but we'll be back live on Monday. So thanks, everyone. Angela, thank you very much for hanging thank out. You, some time. Yeah, that was fun. Nevada thank Nick, you. everyone, thanks for hanging out. We appreciate it. Yep. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Thanks.